Do you have what it takes to be in the 1%? Welcome to The Steph Gordon Show, the place where you'll learn exactly how to scale and grow your business to seven figures and beyond. Before starting this podcast, I've built, scaled, and sold multiple six- and seven-figure businesses, and I've coached over a 1,000 entrepreneurs to do the same. If you're ready to take action and unlock your next level of wealth and become the CEO that your business needs for growth, then hit follow, open your notes app, and let's get started. Hey, hey, and welcome back to the Steph Gorton Show. Tim and I have been working lately with a life coach. She's actually a very good friend of ours, and we've been seeing her on and off for years. She was my first ever life coach, and usually we book in to see her, and I can speak for myself, but also for Tim, around stages of leveling up. Because right when you're about to level up, that's when your fear and your mind and your thoughts and your belief systems, that's when they're going to hold you back the most. And we've been seeing this incredible life coach. We've both been leveling up so much lately with the launch of Success School and really stepping into this new identity for both of us of, you know, where we're going and our future selves. And we're really working on ourselves as individuals and also together, like going into business together is very different from running, you know, previously Tim and I have run multiple businesses separately. So this is our first real foray into a one business together. And so we had to do a lot of work to make this work, to make sure it doesn't impact our relationships, to make sure that we're really clear and communicative, to make sure that we're not bringing any of our baggage with us into our business conversations, into our team's conversations. And it's been so incredible. It's really allowed us to, like I said, level up on an individual level, but also to communicate so much better and so much more powerfully and have really open and honest conversations with each other to be able to drive the business forward, right? And I tell you this because I want you to know that it's not all strategy, okay? Like we have incredible strategy, obviously, and we're really passionate about strategy and we teach strategy and strategy is so needed because winging it is definitely not going to get you there. Strategy is 100% necessary, but it only works if you've got the belief systems to match. Okay. And the topic or the theme of this podcast is really around that. It's really how to move past specifically your money blocks so that you can start to make bank and actually start to step into the kind of financial freedom and even time freedom that you've always desired. In this episode, I'm going to share with you some of the money blocks that have come up for me along the way because I have had awful money mindset my whole life. So some of the money blocks that have come up for me along the way and the three steps that I've taken to change that shit up and make bank. So if you've listened to my podcast, you might know a little bit of this about me, but I was broke for most of my life. I remember that my mom actually used to buy me clothes from the secondhand store and then she would sew on the Billabong logos so that I would fit in at school because my parents were really, really great in terms of we didn't have a lot of money, but you know, my parents worked multiple jobs to ensure that I went to schools in great suburbs, right? And so to ensure that I'd fit in with the kids at like the fancy-ish area schools, mum wanted me to fit in. And so yeah, she would sew the Billabong logos onto clothes for me and she used to make my bikinis at home and my bathers at home. And then she would like go into the secondhand stores and buy the Roxy logos and sew them on. But 
the honest truth is that my parents just never managed money well. We lived paycheck to paycheck and we always lived on our credit cards. And as an adult, honestly, as I moved into adulthood, my life was much the same. And I was actually reminded of this the other night as I walked through Perth CBD after dinner with Tim and we went past the Louis Vuitton store. And I used to have a colleague back when I was working in corporate who used to have a taste for expensive designer items. And I would look at her bags and her shoes and think, fuck, I could spend $7,000 on so much more than that fugly handbag. But I used to think that the stuff at Louis Vuitton was so ugly. And I think that I thought that it was ugly because I just knew never in my wildest dreams would I ever spend $7,000 there. And then if I had $7,000, there's just no way in hell that I would spend it on that bag because I didn't even think that they were that nice. And like I said, I think I convinced myself that they were ugly because that way I'd never want them, right? Because when I walked past Louis Vuitton the other night, I was like, I can't wait to buy that tote. <laughs> and so I really think that over the years, like looking back now, I created an entire belief system around never being able to afford that bag and so therefore hating it, right? And it's interesting how we do that, yeah, and, and really looking at our mindset around this. I couldn't appreciate it. I couldn't understand why someone would spend that much money on something and why if they had a spare $7,000, they wouldn't put it towards a car or towards a nicer home or towards you know a new couch or any of those things. And now I understand it's because they already spent all of their money on those things, the couches, the cars, the house, the new dinner set, whatever they needed. Because once you have the money that you need to feel safe and comfortable, the rest is for living. And so you do like to buy luxury items. And that's something that I'm now starting to learn and understand and appreciate. But it's taken me, honestly, like 10 years to get here. And the reason I'm telling you this is because I used to have money blocks too. And those money blocks were the exact reason why I couldn't make money. And I very distinctly remember telling the same life coach that I couldn't charge. I remember it was house a hobby and I had my first workshopping business. And I remember that there was a lot of demand at the time for resin workshops. People wanted me to run a resin workshop. And I very distinctly remember going in to see my life coach, who's the same life coach that I see now. And having some blocks around charging what I needed to charge for one of the upcoming workshops. Now, the workshop was a resin workshop. I had a lot of demand for it. A lot of people were telling me they want to do a resin workshop, right? And I ran the numbers. I ran the costs. I put it through my cost calculator. I knew what I'd have to charge per ticket. And it came out to over like $250 per ticket. Ideally, I'd be charging around $300 per ticket. And I said to her, I went in there and I was like, I know there's demand and I know this is what I would need to charge but no one's going to pay that. Like I can't charge that because no one's going to pay it. And after a little bit of digging, she said, no, Steph, it's not that no one's going to pay it. It's that you wouldn't pay it. And that doesn't mean that no one else will. They value this in a different way to how you value it. And that entire process reminded me of a client that I saw just this week. We were on the successful Q&A call. She is a social media manager. She's been working on attracting better clients, ones that don't negotiate or haggle or have scope creep, clients that have the money. And so they, because of that, they respect her time, but she was struggling with creating the messaging to attract this client. So she jumped on with a question about like getting her messaging right to attract these clients. And in this process of asking me the question, she kind of gave me a bit of a background story. She said, look, I am my ideal client, but I'm really struggling to come up with the messaging for this avatar. I can't think of why they would pay for this service. I can't understand why they would pay for it. And it reminded me of that exact same conversation I have with my life coach. This client's ideal client is a mum business. And what's happened 
is that she has subconsciously associated mum businesses with being not only time poor, but also financially poor. And she's done this because in her world, she is a mum. She might be cash strapped at this point. She is time poor and she's working a casual job to cover the bills. And we often think that everybody is the same as us. Everyone's in the same season. Everyone's in the same life. And to add to that, I asked if any of her friends were wealthy and she said no. So not only is she strapped for cash, but her friends are too. And her reality is that mums in business are cash strapped and that even though they want their time back to spend with their kids, they don't actually have the money to put towards getting that time back. It was interesting because on that same call, we had four other mums in business, all of them making bank, like $30,000 or more per month, all of them already using or already thinking of using a social media manager and definitely needing her services. And so I said to her, and I brought her attention to the fact that not all mums are broke. Not all mums don't want to invest in themselves. Not all mums don't have the time or money. And I think what was most powerful was that she really had the realization and she really believed that all mums were broke. And so just seeing those women there on the call with her and just seeing my reflection back to her that her entire world is an echo chamber of her belief systems, she started to understand that actually, shit, this is my block. And she asked me the question, how do I remove this block? How do I rewrite the belief system? And so that's what I want to run with you guys today because For me personally, it took me a really long time to move this wall and I want to share with you how I did it and I want to share with you how I'm helping my own clients to do it as well. So the first step to moving a money block or a money belief system, like they don't have the money or no one's going to pay for this, is to find proof. The first step is to find proof. So right now, your belief system is being reinforced by everybody around you, okay? And especially in regards to this social media manager, this client of ours, She's in an echo chamber, like I mentioned before. All of her friends, her entire world are mums that can't afford to do things for themselves and don't have any time or money. And so I said to her, you need to mute on social media everyone that you follow who's broke right now. Anyone who's complaining about interest rate rises and how they can't afford to eat and how they're having $2 meals and all of this stuff, right? You need to mute everyone who's doing all of that and only follow people who are making you know, $10,000 or more per month to better understand them because her echo chamber means she very deeply understands her own situation, but she can't be her own ideal client because right now she wouldn't pay for her services. So her ideal client needs to be somebody who's not her, somebody who's in a different financial situation to her. And she needs to get to know them intimately. She needs to start to understand who these people are and why they would buy from her and why they would outsource their social media and what they would desire to do with that time once they freed it up. She needs to understand the way that they think about spending their money and the ways in which and the places in which they would spend their money and why they would make that decision. Because without understanding them, she's never going to be able to sell to them. You can't sell to rich people unless you have an understanding of what drives them, of what motivates them. Because it's a completely different message Selling to somebody who doesn't have the money, who's exactly like you, who you understand, right? If you are your ideal client, you're the easiest person to sell to because you understand it. But selling to somebody else who you don't understand, who you've never lived or never walked their path. If you're listening to this right now and you want to start attracting higher paying clients, people in a different income bracket than where you've ever been, let's say that you want to start selling to the best of the best, to celebrities, to people who are wealthy, then you need to understand them. And the only way to understand them is to absorb yourself in their world. 
Now, we're so lucky to live in a time of social media so that you can actually absorb into their worlds without even having to know them. You can see the way that they think. You can see the where they spend their money. You can see where they spend their time. You can see how and where or why they outsource and you can start to understand it. But you can only do that if you actively seek them out. And so the second bit is firstly to find proof. So to find a heap of people, and this works in any scenario. If you want to be more confident, then you need to find proof of someone being confident. If you want to dissolve shame in your world, then you need to find someone who's publicly dissolving shame for themselves, right? If you want to make more money and you don't believe that you can, you need to find proof that there are women out there that are making the kind of money that you want to make. Then you need to mute everybody else so that you can laser focus in on and constantly be reinforced of a new belief system that these people exist. And this is possible for me too, because it's possible for them, it's possible for me. So step one is to find proof. And then step two is to get to know them. So I told this client in our mastermind to reach out to the girls in success school who are earning more than $10,000 per month, $20,000, $30,000, $40,000, $50,000 per month. Reach out to them on our platform, in our community, and ask them questions about why they would want to outsource their socials because she obviously doesn't understand the motives or the reasoning behind it. Understand their language, understand their pain points, understand their frustrations. Just understand them more. Understand what would drive them and what they'd be looking for. Because if you can't understand them, then you can't create marketing messages that sell to them. Because marketing really comes down to going, I know you have this problem and I have this solution. And the solution needs to be solving a problem that that person has. In order to understand their problems, you have to understand what drives them. And step three is to understand that awareness precedes change. So now that you know that you've got money blocks, now that you know you've got mindset blocks, now that you've brought awareness to them, you're going to be really conscious of it. You're going to notice when you're buying into, for example, broke mum money stories, you're going to seek out more people who have the money. You'll start to notice the stories as they come up, even as you start to think them. You'll be like, no, no, that's right. I'm not playing into that story anymore. And you'll be able to push past it a lot faster. And that's how we grow. But the first step is identifying, actually, I think I might have a money block. Actually, I think I might have a belief system that's not helpful to my growth. Actually, I believe that all mums are broke and therefore I'm actually not able to sell to mums because I don't believe they're going to buy from me. And so if you've been struggling with money stories, like no one's going to pay this, my clients don't have the money for this, then just do these three simple steps. So find proof, mute the current people in your world right now. You don't have to unfollow them, but just mute them for a little while so that you can channel these new people, only see content from these new people so we can start to reinforce a new belief system, find proof, make sure you constantly see proof converse with and understand and reach out to people who are in this new niche, they're in this new audience, understand them, get to know them, understand what drives them, and then know that over time and probably very quickly, because you're aware of the stories that are coming up for you and the fact that they're not currently helping you to grow, that you will very quickly turn them around and change them. It is normal to have money blocks. It is normal to have mindset blocks as you're about to level up into a new level for this social media manager. She's you know, getting rid of clients that don't have the money for her, that are constantly haggling her. She's moving into a new phase where she's starting to attract a new ideal client, which means there's going to be blocks. There's going to be resistance. It's going to be stuff that comes up. When we were shutting down the Purpose and Profit Mastermind and we were stepping into successful, there was so much stuff that came up. And so you have to do the mindset work as well as implementing the strategy. Because the only reason the strategy won't work is if your brain tells you a different story. 
right? The only reason the strategy won't work is what is happening here in your head, in your heart, and the story that you are telling yourself. So I hope this episode has reminded you that you've got to do the work and that if you are maybe butting up against the same wall over and over again, the same belief system, the same no one's paying, no one's buying, no one's paying, no one's buying, check the story. Have a look at your echo chamber. Are you only surrounding yourself with that same story? And where can you go and find proof of the story you now want to reinforce? Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that you got something out of it. I would love for you to reach out on social media. Tell me what your biggest takeaway was. Tell me what your block is right now. I'd love to have a conversation with you about it. And share this episode far and wide so that we can help more women to win faster. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you next week. Nothing changes if nothing changes. I want you to reflect back on this episode and write down right now what action you're going to take and what you're going to change after listening. And after you've done that, please tell me, slide into my DMs. It means the world to me to know that you're getting value from this podcast. I always want to know what you want to see more of, the things that have landed and the ways that it's changing your life. And if you're ready to build a scalable, saleable and profitable business, we're currently taking applications into Success School, which is my mentorship program to take your business to seven figures and beyond. You can apply now via the link in the show notes.